Alright, well, welcome back to part two of the Sapioplex um, this week. And yes, we are giving you two parts and I'm excited about it because this is called Reading is a Fundamental. And it is the second part of why black men don't read, but it is more geared to education. And it really talks about how do we get our kids to read? How do we get them to fall in love with reading? And what can we do as parents and teachers to make sure that we provide books that kids will want to read um, in years to come? So without further ado, here's David Lamont and myself talking about reading being fundamental. So I'm not you sure. remember um, um, what you're how y'all to. have a circle where like friends come together. If somebody uh-huh. disrespected somebody else, they the kids would take over and have them talk about it. Oh, yes, restorative we do restorative justice, justice circles. circles. Okay. That's what it's I was called. Confused. So yes. those should also be that implemented a- with reading as well, because if you get together mm-hmm. in as a classroom, we're a classroom together. We're in English. If David can't read, mm-hmm. it should be our responsibility to help David get to where he can read properly. Um, so mm-hmm. I think that should be a thing you said, because that's no longer accepted in class for kids to read out loud. Probably because, you know, kids pick and they. But if you make everybody have to work together to make sure that person comes up, I bet you all that picking and stuff will stop. But anyway, um, as well. I won't say that it's not allowed, but that whole idea of round robin, everybody read a line, read a line aloud, that's not necessary. Yeah, that, I think that so should ahead. come back simply because if you involve everybody with the story and let everybody take a part, like you're the voice of such and such and you're the voice of such and such and you're the narrator, that can make kids want to read more. Mm-hmm. But I digress. So eighth graders yeah. and 12th graders, those are prominent grades for men. Or kids in general, like they're going to the ninth mm-hmm. grade, so they got to be cool or they're graduating school. I don't care about this. I'm not going to see this anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's probably where it drops at, because a lot of people just like, whatever, man, you know, I want to be popular. So reading books isn't really popular. You get picked on for reading books. Um, 12th grade is like, I'm not going to see nothing about any of this other stuff anymore after school. I need to get me a job so I can help my mom or get me a job so I can help my family. Like, I just need to graduate. That's all I need to do. Because there should be more kids who score in the higher percentile, but they just don't apply it. That's probably what the real problem is. Like they get a test and some some of those kids may have test anxiety, like they don't like to be tested, Um, but they can understand a book if you put it in front of Mm -hmm. them, have them read it. It's just like. I want to say. It has to be something that they want to do in order for them to show you where they shine, I guess. And just making them read this book to write this paper or this paragraph on a test. It may be a book they don't want to read. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. We have to have a set standard or we have to have a book. But we should have a selection of books that meet that standard I've, instead of just I've one I've always book. had that. It, like, I've I've always had an issue with authority. Mm. Just let me go ahead and put that out there. I'm, you know, I don't like being told what to do, especially when I'm about <laughs> to do it. And then you tell me to do it. And I'm yeah. like, ah, I'm going to wait a little while. Um, but one thing that I've always had an issue with is being told <laughs> what to write. I, I, I freeze That's up, hard. I lock up, yeah, I become I agree. very incapable 
when it comes to somebody telling me what it is they want me to write. But if you just give me something, let me go with it, then I'm good. And I think the same thing goes for reading with a lot of kids. If you give them options of books to read, then they can do it. And because they actually enjoy what they're reading. But if you, if you make them read not without scars and then test them on it, it's like, I I don't care about this book. Nothing about this book screams or uh, calls out to me or, you know, anything. So I think relatability also has maybe something to do with it. I agree. And I think the problem comes in is when you have teachers who don't look like those students and it is hard for that teacher to pick something that's relatable to that child if they've never been that child. Um, and they've never spent time with that child. Like I spend the first, you know, two, three weeks, sometimes the first month of school, just trying to spend time with my students because I can't recommend a book to a person I don't know. And, um, even just being with them for a month, I still really don't know them. I only know what they really told me. And I have had to change the way I look at book recommendations and how I suggest a book to a child and especially my older um, boys my girls I can usually figure out quickly but my older boys like that eighth ninth tenth grade that is a difficult time to suggest a book to a child because there's there's so much on their mind that picking up a book is the last thing they want to do but it's the one thing they need to do. So it's trying to connect with their interest without losing challenging books because you want to put a book in front of them that's not so easy for them to read that they fly through it and it's not too challenging and it has to be interesting. Like the list gets so short, so fast. Can I ask you a question? Um, not to step on your toes or anything, yes. but why do they need to read books? Why do they need to read books? I don't think kids need to read books. I think kids need to read. I don't care if you read the newspaper. I don't care if you read the back of a magazine. I I don't necessarily care. What I do know, though, is that children who have the stamina to read through an entire book usually have the stamina to make it through those difficult tests that they need to get into college. They have, they need reading stamina. I don't think they need to read books for the idea of I, I completed this book, but they do, do need to develop reading stamina because reading stamina helps them not to have as much test anxiety. So they don't need to read a book for the sake of reading a book. They need to build their stamina and the more pages and the longer it takes to get to the end of a book, the, the more stamina they have. It's it's just like any other place where you would build stamina. The more you do it and the longer you go, when it comes time to, you know, know, run the marathon, you've practiced it a million times. When I was, Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I, I used to rate my video games based on how mm-hmm. thick the booklet that came with it was. So if if I picked up a game and it didn't have a, a thick booklet, <laughs> I'd throw it put it back on the shelf. I don't even I don't even want to look at it. I don't even nah that book is that's not good enough for me. Um and I think the same thing kind of 
rolled over to huh. books when I read. I don't ever remember reading like a thin book when I was in school. Like it had to be a thick book. Like I wanted to read, read, you know. Um, so that's that's interesting that you that you said that because <laughs> I kind of without thinking about it, I was like, well, it's not worth it if it's not a thick booklet, you know. My thing is, I just needed a clear explanation uh, as to why you feel like children should read, um, and not just from the the perspective of a teacher, but as a person, you were just like, they just need to read. I don't care what it is. So to make sure yeah, that's... I don't care. I even yeah, tell to my make sure that that's that. clear, it's not, oh, you should make your child read books. It's make them read. Have help them read. Have them read anything. Yeah, and doesn't matter read. if you're going across the street. Have them read the street sign. You know, like I definitely understand that because mm-hmm. that's what I used to do with my son. We would be riding in the street. What's that sign say? He'd look out the window. Which <laughs> one? And then he'd read both signs and be like, "Which one?" I was like, "Don't worry about it. Good job, there, kid." You know, like. <laughs> It's just, right. it's just read whatever. And <laughs> words are everywhere. Words are, not only are they everywhere, but you can make up words. It's, it, you can do whatever you want with them. You, you speak the language. So write down the words that you're, ta- you're talking, you're speaking. Um, you know, so I definitely understand that. And I, I really, really appreciate you for explaining that. It's not just, oh, make your kids read. Your kids have to read. It's no read because that helps build that muscle so they can understand when they get out in the world and you're not there for them they can care for themselves like you hand them a documentation that says you are signing over your life and all they do is be like hey sign that if your kid does not read that if they don't read that because you know the parent didn't say hey don't just read don't just sign anything you need to read and they sign their life over and you trying mm-hmm. to figure out a way to get your kid out of whatever prison or wherever they are because they just signed it over instead of reading it. All they had to do was simply just read it. And it could just be one line. It may not be a thick paragraph that they need a lawyer to go over. It could be just one line because mm-hmm. this is a dumb kid. I know this kid's yeah. dumb. I'm going to have them sign this. You know, so. Yeah. And, and people... I had that conversation with a friend not too long ago. Like you have to advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. from beginning to end. Every word needs to be picked over when you're reading contracts because you, there are so many connotations and implied meanings in our language that it is like one of the most difficult things to do. (laughs) You have to, you have to be on it when you're, and I will say, it's not just about reading. It's about discussing. If you can do anything for your child, no matter the age, no matter the grade, whatever, it is to talk to them about what they read. Ask them questions. Well, why did the author make the little girl's pants pink? Why she couldn't have blue pants? And let the child respond. There's no right answer to that, but they should always be thinking about authors' actions and characters' actions, and was that a good decision, and why was that right? Not because you want them to pick everything they read apart, but because you want them to look at life complexly, and we want to teach our kids to think, not to read. If we can teach them how to think and process and problem solve, 
reading will come natural to them because they'll see everything as a problem and a puzzle and they'll be able to break that puzzle down and know that there's a beginning, middle, and the end to everything. And the the one thing somebody's gonna ask me is what lesson was the author trying to teach? In yeah. every if you if you guys ever get a chance, just real quick about the whole contract thing. Um, um so first off, just let me say that a lot of people hate me because like even if I go to mm-hmm. Verizon and they give me a contract they're just standing there waiting for me. And I'm like, you might want to grab somebody <laughs> else because I'm going to be a minute. And they're like, what? You're going to read that? I'm signing it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna read it. Do you know what it says? And they're like, well, if you can give me a quick run through of everything that it says, then, you know, I'll sign it. But, you know, if not, then I probably need to read this binding contract that I'm going to be in for the next two years. Um, but also, if you guys get a chance, go. Uh, I don't know if you guys are South Park fans or not. There's an episode, season 15, episode one. It is called Human Centipad. It is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen about making sure <laughs> that you read your contracts to completion. That is all I'm going to say. I don't, I'm not going to spoil the episode. It's really good, though. Okay, I'm going to add it to my list. Uh, so we're pretty much done. The last thing I need you to add, answer is tell me, what is one way I, as a teacher or other parents, can get our young Black children and children in general to enjoy reading and have interest in reading? Like, what can we do? We walk into the classroom tomorrow. What's something you want to see kids doing that could probably help them have interest in reading? Because we don't want it to be forced. It's so hard to do because you're constantly preparing for the next standardized (laughs) test, right? So it's it's hard to do that, especially when you know you have students that are are falling behind and you need to make sure that they can take that test. Um, so that's a, that's a difficult question mm-hmm. to answer in a short amount of time. I think, um, I mean, we can get into detail about things, blah, blah, blah. But the basic thing is yeah. just reading to them, make I, it fun for them. Um, Child care. So when you when you drop in your children off to child care, you would want somebody that's there that's going to read to them. Even though the kids don't understand what's happening, they can see the pictures and the child care person can be just reading to them, telling them the story, acting out in class. And that's what they do in some of the child cares. Right. So as they get older, that practice should still happen. And then you have them read to you and you read back to them. Parents do the same thing. Like. Yes, I understand we have to work. We have to make a life for our kids, blah, 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 whoop-de-whoop. But at the same time, we can't send them out there unarmed. We have to be involved in their life always, regardless if it's school, basketball, baseball. Like They're they're out there when it's basketball and baseball. But what they forget is that reading is the most important foundation that they need because they have to sign a contract what if mom's not there to sign that contract and that kid just goes like shit you said a million dollars i'm signing this but you just gave your life for a million dollars like that 
important for the parents right. to be part of that as well. I get it. Some parents don't like reading. Some parents don't know how to read. Some parents are embarrassed because they can't read. That's where you should better yourself so you can help better your children and don't put them out there like that. Just reading to them and making it fun mm -hmm. will turn it into an experience and not just something they have to do. It will be like, man, you know what? That looks like a good book. I think I'm going to read that from, man, I got to go read this dumb book today. Mom making me read this book or Miss Miss <laughs> who so-and-so making me read this. You know what I'm saying? Like it. If you in if you show involvement, no matter what it is, a child will always be ready to do it if you're ready to do it. So they have to have people in their life that's reading to them constantly or just explaining certain things and just having fun with whatever they're explaining. They could be reading the contract and just being like, oh, this is what such and such. I'm going to get this. And, you know, just breaking it down. Just read to your children. That's it. That's all it takes is just seeing that practice they will start to use it as well. Just like with any sport or anything that goes on in life, just read to them. 100%. I still read to my eighth graders and they sit, I mean, I hate to say this out loud, but they sit crisscross applesauce or they sit on top of the desk in the eighth grade and I read to them and I act out every character and we turn up because I know that the last time somebody probably did that to them was in the third grade. And they have forgotten how much fun reading can be so i i do that um but it would be nice for them to get that at home yeah. prior to a lot of people and I, I get it i'm trust me i'm a working father too i got books i got to read for work i got books i got to read in my off time so that i can help like it's it's annoying but at the same time if my son was like hey dad can you read this to me sure son let's let's go ahead and i'd still act out the voices and read the book to him because he's showing that interest. You know what I mean? Like it, they need people like that in their life to show them that reading isn't just, uh, it's more like, yeah, let's get it. Right. You know, can you believe such and such is happening? Right. What are you talking about? A movie? No, this book that Miss Wit is reading us. What? It sounds like you talking about a movie. That's how it's supposed to sound. Mm -hmm. Most movies are based off of books. Yeah. Read to your children, people. Read to them. I, I think I can't stress that enough. I don't care if they're babies. Read to them. Read the little baby stories. If you don't want to read a baby story, if you have just a magazine sitting there talking about Michael Jordan, read that to your child. Even if it is a girl, if you don't want to read, read to your kids. If you have trouble reading, find somebody to help you figure mm -hmm. out how to read so you can read because you want to be a parent. Right. So just read to the kids. That way they can stop saying kids don't read nowadays because technically they don't. They play video games or sports. And, uh, I read guess what them. I would say is the exact opposite of what Lamont said. Stuff. Treat your kids like little <laughs> e-readers and make them read to you and then test their comprehension <laughs> because there's no point in reading everything to your kids and then they can't mm -hmm. read it back to you. So if you got some articles that you need to catch up on and you're too busy washing dishes to, to catch up on it, cool. Hey, son, read this to me real quick. Right, yeah. Read this to me real quick. You're gonna be my little Kindle tonight. <laughs> You're gonna read this book to me. Um, or and I even I, and yeah, and it doesn't even have to be a book. My mom used to. That's actually 
cutest thing I think I've heard in a while. Like, You're laughing. <laughs> he, he, he's probably yeah. heard me say that to myself yeah. before. Like, and, so and what's that say? Read that to me right quick. Yo, if you're too busy cooking or you're too busy cleaning or you're too busy doing whatever you're doing, yeah. cool. Have your kid read it to you. You got to read Probably. it anyways. You know? Yeah. That's heavy. And it's good to know that our black men do read and that it may not be what we think of when we think of reading, but it is still reading. It's still processing. It's still using information. So to me, that's a blessing in itself. And I'm really grateful to know that our community has you all in it. All right, and that is it for this week. I really hope that you got something good out of this. Um, I'm always excited when I hear the guys talk about how we can help our youth be great. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Sapio Clicks. And don't forget that you can actually send us a message. You can go to anchor.fm slash the Sapio and click the button at the bottom that says send us a message and send us a message. Tell us, ask us a question, and I promise you we will answer it. If you want to text one of us, if you want to send us a message, we will talk about anything um as long as it's appropriate you know safety first but regardless we just want to have deep conversations share some things with you and i am looking forward to our show next week because we're going to talk about some things that some people just don't want to admit that they don't do so see you next week and thank you for tuning in to the sapio clicks